Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. I'm going to take a little sip of this coffee because we all know I like to get a little bit too hyped before I record these and swear and say dumb things a lot. Hope you're all doing good. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope you all had a nice Easter in full transparency. It is Saturday right now, the day before Easter. I normally do these things on Sundays, but I'm doing my damn best to actually take a day off tomorrow and not have to fucking do anything but sit around and eat food and, you know, be lazy for a day. Maybe we'll see how it goes. So I'm recording this now. But as I said, I hope you all had a happy Easter or whatever other, you know, thing you did over the weekend. Yeah. This week, I want to tell you all about a few shows that are coming up. Most importantly, the fifth year anniversary for Start the Beat with Sykes, this show that you're listening to right now. Yes, if you didn't know, I've been doing this bullshit for five years, and we're having a party this week on the 25th, which is Thursday night at Brillo Box. It's going to be a live podcast panel slash music scene meetup social networking event on my panel for the evening will be my good friends Bambi, Ashley Quartz of Black Forge Coffee House, Connor Murray of Crafted Sounds, Clara Kent, and oh my god I'm forgetting somebody who else is on the show? Icky Vicky! I'm sorry Icky Vicky there's just it's a lot to remember uh yeah they're all gonna be there And you should be there too. April 25th, Brillo Box, 7.30 p.m. It's five bucks at the door. All the money is going to be donated to something that I have not figured out yet. But I'm going to do something positive with the money. I promise that. I'll figure it out. The day after that, on the 26th, will be the Emo Band's live band karaoke at the Smiling Moose. They'll be playing on the second floor. I'll be spinning all the the emo hits on the first floor downstairs, doing the DJ while the band's doing their thing upstairs. You know what it is. I'll be there. Come on out if you're into that sort of thing. The day after that, Saturday, April 27th, Sykes and the New Violence will be playing at Cativo with our friends in Danvers, Jess Klein and the Good Time, and Scratchy Blanket. That should be a really cool lineup on a Saturday night in Lawrenceville. Come the fuck out for that. And if metal is more your thing, you got an opportunity this weekend to see Greywalker on Sunday, April 28th. We'll be playing at the Smiling Moose with Stonecutters and Shattered Soul. I believe doors are at 9.30 for that, so come on down. It'll be a short evening, just a few metal bands, headbang, have some beers on a Sunday night, and, you know, forget your responsibilities. Um, yeah. What else is up? I don't know. But, uh, you gotta do this. Yes. So, the weather is nice. If you have a bicycle, go ride it. Ride a bike. That's what I'm saying you got to go do. 
It's nice. It's fun. It's exercise. It's relaxing. And uh, yeah, that's my you got to do this recommendation. You got to eat this. Okay, so we've been doing... I mentioned this on the show before, but we've been doing this Green Chef, which is one of those meal delivery services where, uh, you know, you give them money and then they send a box of food to your door every week. Green Chef does not sponsor the podcast, but me and Stacy have been doing this for like the past like five or six weeks. And it's been awesome. You know, we've been primarily doing the vegan plans, but it's not a vegan thing. They have, you know, vegan, vegetarian uh, all dietary things, or if you just like meat, you know, they got that too, whatever you like, it's all there. Uh, it's a really good value. The food's been really good. We've been eating really well. Cooking's really fun, even though I'm really bad at cutting vegetables. And, uh, yeah, that's been a good time. So I'm going to say you got to try it out. You got to eat it. If you have a little bit of extra money and you hate grocery shopping and you want to eat better, give it a whirl. We've been having fun with it. I feel like it's been totally worth it. Yes. Okay. Moving on, let's see. You gotta see this. All right, so this is like a couple weeks behind. It's been a thing for a while, but I've been really stoked for Detective Pikachu to come out. And I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, but if you have it, you should go check it out. It looks like it's gonna be really fucking fun. I'm admittedly not a big Pokemon fan, never really have been. You know, I've watched the cartoon here and there when I was growing up. I never played the card game, never really played any of the video games. I'm not super into it, but regardless of all of that, the movie looks fucking awesome. And anybody that I know that is into Pokemon seems to be into the trailer as well. So I think there's going to be something for everyone. And if you haven't seen that trailer, go give it a whirl. You might be surprised at how good it looks if you're somebody that's a little skeptical about... The, uh, the entertainment factor of a live-action slash CGI Pokemon movie. It looks like they did a really good job, and you gotta see it. Mm-hmm. And last, but certainly not least, we have a very unique opportunity here for this week's You Gotta Hear This, because this week's You Gotta Hear This is also just happens to be my guests on the fucking show. My friends in Reign of Z just dropped a new EP that is really impressively good. The songs are killer. The songwriting is tight. The production is tight. The performances are tight. Everything about it is really, really good. And uh, you got to fucking hear this EP. And I'm going to play you just a little clip from one of the tracks off that EP now which is, uh, this will be just a, a little clip from the track Reflections that you can listen to now online on Spotify, iTunes, all the digital shit. So you can check it out, and then we'll get into my conversation with my friends in uh, Reina Z. Yeah, okay, so this is Reflections. How many times am I, what if I just spent the next five minutes like really bullshitting that I was going to start playing this song and I didn't start playing it? Uh, okay, I'm not gonna do that. This is the song. As the kids say, that shit slaps.
fucking love those those snare hits on that boom dun 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 dun. That's some break your fucking neck shit. That that whole track is awesome. They actually have a really cool music video for that as well that you could check out. And uh, yeah, so that's a little snippet of reflections from Reign of Z. And uh, yeah, they're here in the studio. So how about I shut the fuck up and let's get into my conversation. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. Like a conch, like in Lord of the Flies, like passed around, like a totem. Sure. Yeah. I <laughs> like, think that might make it easier. You, you can, can talk. talk. You don't have the conch. <laughs> you don't have the masking tape. You don't get to talk. Pass around, fucking crank. Like how we did at the podcast, where he's like the microphone. Can microphone. you can you hit that tape and those scissors just off? You know what's funny is. I want you to take them off because I don't want them to be in there, but I'm probably going to leave this in the video anyway, so everybody's going to know because I'm just a fucking idiot. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Happy Sunday. <laughs> Hello. Sunday. I'm here today with my friends in Reign of Z. Since there are the whole gang's here, the whole, yeah. the whole, Everyone. The whole, whole gang, let's, uh, let's start and everybody introduce themselves and what you do in the band. I am Zosha West Coast, and <laughs> I scream and yell at people and sometimes sing. I'm Zach. I play guitar and I do backup Zach. vocals. I'm Steve. I play bass. I'm Nick. I play drums. And I'm Blink. I play guitar. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So for the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Thanks for noticing. Thanks for noticing. So for anybody that isn't familiar with you guys, you are a like hard rock, heavy metal, whatever you want to call it. I guess it also depends on the song. Sometimes sure. things are heavy. Sometimes they're more. Female fronted in... isn't a genre. We're not. Well, um... I, 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 I do hold true to that, that feeling of just like. There's I, definitely a distinction. It's like, I get it, but like, it. I don't think that you necessarily need to like. I don't know. It just seems like pandering nowadays. Whenever it's like female fronted rock band, it's, it's like, definitely cool, like you're... a marketing tool for sure. Yeah, but it's like I grew up listening to so many female fronted bands. It's right. just like it's a band, but that's just me. Do you think Joan Jett, when she started like the Black Hearts, do you think she got the female fronted? Maybe mm-hmm. I'm I mean, sure it's always been a thing. You think the Runaways people. got it? I get, they're I mean, female fronted. It's like I mean, yeah, they're all people fronted. that we yeah. know though that specifically look for bands that yeah. have female vocalists. So I think sure. it's kind of useful as like a, a an earmark for people who look for that specific kind of sound. I, I see both sides of it though. Totally, it's just not for me. Like I don't give a shit. Like yeah. sure. it doesn't matter to sure. me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. How yeah. oh, I looked at it is a. Uh, I've been uh, playing in bands for a very long time, and I never had a girl in my band, and I'm always like, why aren't why aren't there girls at our shows? You get a girl in your band, and girls come to your show. <laughs> Is that true? true. It kind of was. Yeah, it kind of yeah. was. Yeah. That's how so Blink met his girlfriend. That's how, that's how, how I met my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so then let's uh, get into like the history of this band. How long have you been doing your thing? And you know, we'll start there. When did you get started? Individually, like as people, or just as the project? As this project. Okay. Berg. Yes. I want to make you talk, so why don't you tell Well, her. I mean, we started this two years ago. Mm-hmm. We've been in a relationship for two years. It's been pretty well. Is that weird? Cool. 
a working and romantic and right. physical and sure. mind bending relationship with Whatever each other. Whatever rumors you want to start on the internet. Mind bending. <laughs> Very mind bending. Poor Zach. Zach actually, Zach actually used to be a good wholesome person until he met all of us. Yeah, well, so was Nick. But that's a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> no, we met about two, like Berg said, like two years ago. We were all kind of hodgepodges from other bands, and we kind of just absorbed into an amoeba. That makes the most sense. Right? That's I think that's I have a feeling that we're all kind of in the same age range and we've gotten to that point now where we've been in enough failed projects that all the cool people finally get together and form one. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> like, all right. I mean you, you technically absorbed and, an entire band with this project. And, I did. No, I literally did absorb all the band. <laughs> Us three were in a band okay. yeah. cool. all together. Yeah. <laughs> you ever, I was just had a thought about you ever see those like okay, so this is a a merge of cool people from bands that didn't get together. You know, every once in a while those bands come up, it's like all the people that nobody would ever want to be in a band with and somehow they've all started a project together and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I think by the time we get to our age, everybody knows like the dirty laundry and the scene. Uh So you're like, I know you. Yo, earlier I ran into a friend of mine uh, when I was out getting breakfast and uh, we were leaving and I was just being silly and we were like, hey, you know, uh, take care of yourself. Don't get in trouble. Don't talk to strangers. And he was like, "There's no strangers in Pittsburgh." Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, everybody knows. But do you notice, like, if you travel, you'll always find a way to connect it back here. It's like, what is it? The six degrees of like Kevin Bacon. You could do the same <laughs> six thing. Degrees in, of separation. You could do it with Pittsburgh. You'll find somebody who knows somebody from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I did that even when I was in London. It was very weird. Cool. Yeah, it was crazy. So. You know, for anybody who hasn't listened to Reign of Z yet, I mean, your music is something that is obviously taken very seriously. It's dramatic, it's epic, it's big, it's heavy. There's a lot of emotion and just like, whoa, this is really like, this is some serious stuff. And then when you're around you in person, you're like a bunch of fucking goobers. (laughs) So how do you balance that, that, you know, silly time and serious time? Do we have the masking tape? Like, who takes this question? Like, is that it? <laughs> I well, I uh, well, well I, mean, I think good. You I mean, need to honestly, talk. Honestly, like, you know, you have to have fun as a group. Yeah. Like, you take this stuff too seriously, you'll you'll just implode. So you got to have fun, but in those times that you're working, that forty-five minutes you're on stage, you know, hey, you may be my best friend. You're playing before me, but those forty-five minutes, it's work. You uh-huh. Put your best foot forward. You put everything there, and you know, take no prisoners. Yeah, so are you someone who came from a, a background of previous implosions while no, working in no, bands? No, 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 I'm just... Have you always I'm, been kind of level-headed? No, I'm just a head case. Okay, yeah. I think fair we enough. all are. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think to answer your question, Brian, you could probably relate to because you're a front man. I think when we write all this like heavy stuff, we have to like leave it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's our way of like getting it out because I've even seen you with Greywalker. I haven't seen the other project and I really want to, but... You have to do your thing and then just leave it there and not take it with you. Yeah. Because then I think if you take it with you, then like no, you're the kid with pink guy in the sandbox that nobody wants to be friends with. Essentially, you're Robert Smith. Yeah. Nobody wants to hang out with you. Do you do you think that's ever like affected the way that you've been able to like engage with? fans or new people that don't know you that well like maybe they come see you at a show and it's like this very serious thing and then off stage it's all like yeah, I'm such how a, do people I'm handle that I'm such a shit <laughs> like, I, I mean that in, in a jest but I, I think it takes 
people back. A lot of times when people have talked to me personally, they thought I was going to be a bitch, which maybe some people still feel that way. I don't know. But it's kind of funny because when I start talking, they're like, you're really nice. And I'm thinking, what do I put off online? Maybe I should like take down those decapitated you, memes. You've had, you've had people that were intimidated by you. Yeah. To talk to you. Yeah. People were like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, okay. We, Grey Walker played a show recently with a band and they're a newer band. And uh, our guitar player, Ricky, was speaking with that band's guitar player. And the dude from that band told Ricky, like, you know, you're the first person I've met in a band that's, like, actually taken the time to talk to me. Oh, wow. Wow, what? that's really wow. sad. Yeah, I think that, like, there's, like, this thing with, like, younger bands or just people in general where, like, they don't want to make that connection with each other. But, like, for me, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But I, I see it a lot when I play sometimes with younger bands. It feels sure. like they're kind of like in their own little thing. Right. And maybe I should be the person to break the ice. I don't know. But at the same time. But then time, you're kind of like, fuck you. I don't yeah. want to be your friend. But, you're you know, phones work both yeah. ways. Yeah. 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 Well, me. We've kind of had the benefit of, of being socialized pre-social media. <laughs> see how he said so, that? Like, we were socialized. But, but that's what Do you hear that, like, Jerry yeah. Mulligan? I was I socialized. I agree with that a little bit, too. <laughs> I, I think that's honestly what it is. Like, you know, you, you've got this this younger set of kids that are, I guess, technically in the same generation are just, they meet every, everybody ones. online. They and then when everybody they, yeah. online, they don't they're, they're like a real person. They're like interactions. They're not face to face. The only interaction they have face to face is in school. And then yeah. half the time they're probably buried in their cell phone or cell phones regardless anyway. So it's kind of like you go out into a setting where it's just like nothing but people, they don't know how to act. Like, and it's, yeah. it's kind of sad. And sad. I think, you know, Zosha to your, comment of people thinking like you look like a bitch or whatever yeah. i think it's just really easy like for me i don't always look like i'm in a good mood like if i could be having the time of my life and i'm just like Chill. you're like billy corgan at, uh, <laughs> at disneyland yeah. you know he's like mm. he's like i was having the best time of my life it's just like it's like the way my my brain works like yeah. if i'm not talking to somebody i'm probably like thinking about something i need right? to get done or it's just like, oh, yeah. you know i'm just like yeah. i'm I'm working in my brain. You could easily yeah. just come knock on the door, though, and I'll be like, oh, hey, how's it going? Hey, guys. What's up? Want to play me, everybody says I'm grumpy, but meanwhile, I got five he million things grumpy. going on in my head. <laughs> you are Burgess. grumpy. I usually, <laughs> ask, <laughs> I usually ask people to smoke weed with me. So. <laughs> that's how Blake <laughs> On stage, friends. I'm like, hey. Help me like, I'm that guy. That's a good, that's a good icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, Blake's so funny, he's really high. Yeah. <laughs> he's now, is, that, is that guy wearing a rolled up t-shirt as a scarf? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he now, smokes weed. As <laughs> a... You know, we discussed the the balance of being, you know, serious and play. But, like, what about the balance of, like, work and play and, like, being in a band with close friends and things like that? You know, is that something that you find harder or easier? Well, the three of us have been doing this for nearly 20 years together. Yeah. So, I don't I know. That, I like that. I like being in bands with people you know and you're comfortable with. You guys hang out like with each other outside of band shit too, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We always are out at shows. Like when we don't have shows, we're usually out at shows supporting other people. Seriously, because you got to like be able to get along with each other as you travel. Otherwise, yeah, I, you're going to kill yeah, them. <laughs> I think it's important too just to be connected with each other and people that you're in a band with too, just to know like what the fuck is going on in their lives. Like if you only see each other at like band practice at shows Sucks. and someone's being like, a piece of shit it probably has nothing to do with you they probably have something going on and you have no idea because you're like disconnected also so i think it, like it could be at a different level if you're giving me a paycheck like i'll play with you know whoever you want me to i don't sure. have to like the people that i work with you know uh 
you give me some money, I'll play with this guy. You want to hang out with him after we're done? Probably not. But, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, it's a band of brothers and a sister. And, uh, it's okay. It's 2019. Call yeah, me whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think that uh, everything's a boy. And I think that kind of everything is a thing. I don't know. It kind of goes back to what you were saying it uh, in the beginning to like, like when people come up to you at shows and it's like, we're, we're kind of approachable because we're all having fun within each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, they're like, Oh, maybe we can join their fun. And you come over and I'm like, about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I relate. That's really how we try to be with gray Walker, just being like approachable and fun. And I feel like, for the most part, it works in our favor, but yeah. there are definitely certain circumstances where we play shows with certain bands, and it's just they're, like, they're like the it. grumpiest fucking people. But it's like you know what? Yeah. I don't need to play shows with you anyways. Like, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here in a room with a bunch of grumpy thirty year olds. Like, right. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This is what we like, love to do. And, yeah. You know you you do that in your actions speak, and I like I said, I think it's it's more inviting to some people to be like this band has a good time versus these grumpy dudes over here like. I feel like just, I don't know if maybe just I'm not paying attention to too much things outside of my bubble, but it seems like the air quote scene as a whole is starting to get to a place where there's a lot of like fun bands and there's yeah. not really too much of that grumpy negative stuff. I'm not coming across it too much yeah. as much as I was like three, four years right. ago. Sure. And I do think a lot of it is, is we're getting new promoters in the scene. And I think also bands are finally starting to like, click in their brains that we don't have to work against each other you know because that's the one of the biggest things i always say and like and as i you know destroy your microphone sorry mm -hmm. about that i'm gonna put like an explosion you totally sound should. In <laughs> <laughs> but like i always tell people all the time we just heard something through the grapevine a, a, a band was trying to be competitive and i'm just like that's just so crazy because we're not going to be like said band and said band's not going to be like us. So I don't understand the competition. Sure. There's, there's no competition when at the end of the day, we're all playing at the fucking smiling moose. Right. You know right. I mean? yeah. like, we're yeah. not, we're not really fighting for glory. Right. This isn't fucking. We Bahala. all had to carry equipment up. We're playing the moose. Uh, <laughs> definitely from the business side of things, like, because like business thrives on competition. But it doesn't have to be like a mean spirited or a, no. or a kind of whatever. Like that, no matter like in what industry you're in or like music business or whatever it is, like you're always gonna be you're always gonna want to be with the company that has the edge and like they're kind of at the forefront. So like as musicians who are, are trying to make it in an industry, you definitely have to be competitive in the sense that you want to try to maintain that edge. But it doesn't mean that you have to cut people down in the process. And I think there's like a disconnect when people talk about like, it's not a competition. It's not like a, like trying to screw each other over competition, but there's definitely work that has to be. Competition's healthy. Yeah. You know? It's good to always I wanna push your peers. Yeah. I want to step up my game. So if my friend's band's playing after that, I'm be like, you know, push your friends, push the people that Unless you care about, oh, yeah. you know, push oh, them to guys. do better, you know? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so healthy competition is good, you know? And I think like three or four years ago is my, might've been like a little bit more aggressive competition. Like, you know, my band is bigger than yours. You yeah. Know. But now it's kind of like, again, like you said, hey, man, we're both playing the smiling <laughs> moose. Like, you know. So, yeah, that, uh, again, I think the competition's good. And, uh, again, as long as some people can realize that competition. Yeah. Know, some people are like, whoa. I think as long as competition is like a, a drive to inspire. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. That, that That is super 
needed. Yeah, I not mean, to put anybody gonna, down or... I would be lying if I didn't say there are times when, like, we do something with Grey Walker and I'm all like, oh, yeah, like, we're the shit right now. <laughs> right. But that's cool, though, because, like, whenever I see, like, friends of mine doing something great, Inspire too, I don't feel else. threatened by it. I'm like, right. oh, fuck. Like, they really right. have their shit I mean, together. You're, yeah. you're allowed to celebrate your accomplishments, man. Yeah. yeah. You do what's, something what's the great? point if you... Yeah. If you like, what do you work for? If you, if you don't enjoy that moment, then what's the point? Somebody's gonna say, like, you're a jag for... Uh, you know, enjoying yourself because you work so hard to get to that point, then ah, the hell with them. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you know, speaking of being proud of friends and things they've done, everything that you guys have been dropping recently is fucking awesome. Oh, cool. Thank everything you. looks <laughs> and sounds really great. The songs are killer. The structures are tight. The production is off the chain. There's not one bad thing I can say about anything I've heard. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. And if I could, I would find some Do clever, it. not meaningful way no, to ask me. you about it, but I don't have anything. I'm like really <laughs> impressed with everything you're doing. Thank you. And I'm excited to hear this full project when it comes out. So let's talk about that, which actually, by the time this episode is up, the project is out. So people can yeah. listen to it. That's, oh my God. This will be up okay. on April oh. 22nd, and the project oh. is releasing on the 19th. Yes. Oh, yes. there you go. Cool. See? He's so. He knows our stuff better than we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just don't technology I, yeah, well. I don't and technology. You don't. I'm always like, I'm we'll like, I'm like check, I'm like, check the list. Uh -huh. <laughs> I need to get my life together. So let's talk a bit about this project. It's Mirrors and Memoirs. Mm -hmm. And where did you record it? It was done at the Square Studio in Syracuse, New York. Um, Hi, we Steve. went up Hi, and uh, worked with Steve Sopcich. You know, he worked with Ice Nine Kills and Justin Spalding, cool. our engineer. And uh, we love him. everything went well. We stayed up in the studio for like a week and just worked these four songs out and uh, got it done. How did you uh, get into contact with him? Did you have like previous working relationship with him or were you just familiar with his production? Uh, our, our manager, uh, actually. Yeah. Our manager actually uh, kind of brought them to us and said like these guys are kind of like – I think direction wise the best people you could work with so like we should you know try to like let's set something up with them let's get you in to do a single cool. we did uh dysmorphia with justin and released that in august and we went back after our indiegogo in november well we went in december to go finish oh yeah you guys memoirs. did the the crowdfunding campaign yeah, right? yeah. that i'll talk about controversy why try is that to, a controversy people hate it man. oh man people were <laughs> wicked you didn't Why work are you for asking your EP? for a handout? <laughs> Technically, we <laughs> did. We worked. Six grand, bro. Yeah, but I, I think yeah. I, I think fuck it's that a, man. People yeah. people kind of looked at it like we were asking for charity, but it was a pre-order. Yeah, like if we were giving them something for like whatever money they donated. They were getting something. It was just a pre-order. Yeah, people that have that mentality have never worked for a fucking thing in their life, and they can kiss my balls. Right, absolutely, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> absolutely. It, yeah, it was, people think it's it charity handout. Go walk into my office at my house, and it's filled with a whole bunch of pre-order stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I can't even move. Poor in there. It's like house. Uh, the same Sad. fucking people complaining about you asking for. Or, uh, you know, like a, a crowdfunding campaign are probably the same people that give you excuses that they don't come out to shows. Oh, yeah. I love that. So, yeah. like, you're not favorite. fucking, you know, they don't come out to shows. So, like, you're like, your fucking measly payout couldn't have been oh, yeah. a, a couple so extra bucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like, we got to get money somehow. Money. Don't ask me for money. Why don't you just go grind at shows like everybody else? It's like, I'm sorry. I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, and then it's like, what, what have you been up to? How come you guys aren't doing anything? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you right. like, yeah. give me a break rooms, yeah that's, that's what we do but yeah it was it was really interesting and we were nervous i mean we were definitely scared like who the hell were we and we overfunded and that we, were, we all just kind of sat there like we were like 20 percent uh, over or something like that on yeah that. yeah so i mean 
humbling. You know what I mean? People yeah. believe in you to give you that amount. You know. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't be done without the people who contributed. Truly, like we can't thank those people enough. We were very, very lucky. We wouldn't even have the opportunity. Yeah. So it's definitely. Uh, I think it's it's been a cool experience. It's definitely next level bullshit <laughs> that's what we no, always say like, like i said everything's looking great sounding Thank great you. you recently dropped a music video mm-hmm. for the track reflections mm-hmm. who did that tom flynn tom and flynn he's actually up in new york as well okay cool yeah. so new york i guess is just where it's at for I mean, us right now yeah, i mean we literally drove to new york city on a sunday night drove in there filmed, filmed monday morning into the night and then drove back home Zach cool. tried to kill me during in a windstorm. In a windstorm. In the windstorm that we had, like when was that? And Zach tried to kill me. Oh Zach, why are you killing people? <laughs> Zach, so you know the table scene. Yeah. I was having an allergic reaction during that scene, so that wasn't method acting. That was me like dying. Tight, because <laughs> Zach tried to kill me. So, so she was like, <laughs> "I want a Starbucks drink," and I normally get her Starbucks. And I wasn't, thinking about, I wasn't thinking about those double shots. I was, I was thinking they were like espresso. It was an energy drink and she can't have niacin. You might yeah. want to bleep that so people don't try to kill me, but continue. <laughs> yes. Now they know my kryptonite. Continue. So like he gave it to me. I'm on the bed and like, I feel like I'm going to throw up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to throw and then, up. Then you have me on the one side of the table. I'm like, come on, Zeus, give me something. I'm like, Blake, I'm going like, to I want her to like really like. You know, yeah, the one around. There was probably some scenes in that where Blank looked like he was being really serious and straining, but he was actually probably laughing. For Tom was like, "You guys have to quit laughing." We can tell. Yeah, uh-huh. even though you have a surgeon's mask on, we can tell you're laughing. <laughs> but like the one time she look actually his energy cheeks, man. I know, like, man. I know, <laughs> I know man. No mask hiding. Yeah, mask. there's nothing no. there. It's <laughs> <laughs> She gives energy one time, kicks me right in the gut. I did. I'm just like, Ugh. But, I felt yeah. bad for a second. Should we no, tell them? I mean, it was done in a garage. Yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. It was yeah. very Put like. Put up some, some <laughs> you black, know. you know? Yeah. It was definitely like. Gorilla the, style. I would yeah. say it was definitely like the prime example of practical effects. And like how, now I understand why it works so well for I love Hollywood it. for so long. Yeah, I love it. Because it was it, such, like, such simple we did, stuff. We did um, the Grey Walker music video that we did recently. It's like it was for the track Gold Lust. I mean, we did half of it just in our practice space with sheets hanging up, and the other half we did in this kitchen. Oh, oh yeah, really? yeah, I did. Oh, cool. I, I saw that video. Yeah, just everybody in the big room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys it's think just, like, but that, the bass player you know? through was the best video. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I don't know. He did one for our our last album as well. That what was like. He didn't tell anybody about it. He just did it on his own. And then, like, one day we got the practice. He was like, guys, check this out. And we were like, what the fuck? And then he did it again for, for the new album. It's like Rick well. Link sent that to me and I died. Yeah. I died. It's a good video. And I'm dead. As you can, like, going back to our balance of serious and being not serious, you know? Yeah. But with the, um, back to the music video, that connection, is that was that another thing that was, like, management related or yeah. hooked up? Yeah. yeah, Tim's been really like great with putting us. I, I'm sure you know this. Being in bands, like it's so important to have such a good team of people that you work with and you connect with, and they see your vision. Yeah, and that's one thing that Gray Walker does not have right now. It's still just us. But <laughs> but, but there's nothing but, wrong with that. You trust your team, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. You trust your yeah. guys to get. But I mean, it's, you're great at this. Stuff. It's so much to fucking juggle, though. I know. Yeah. Like it's I would, it, and it would be really cool because I know that like. We could keep moving forward at the pace we are as our unit, but it would be nice to 
get somebody else in there. Yeah. Not to like replace what we're doing, but to just like Here. expedite further. Just string you know out what a I mean? little bit. Because like I would still keep doing everything that I'm doing, but it would be nice to have somebody else that like, you know, we're giving money to that is just like actually making uh, decent connections for us. But we yeah. just haven't found that person yet. Well, it's definitely like, a, you know, like a band's like a marriage. It's just kind of like when you're shopping for other people coming onto your team, you're like, could we hang out? And you check out their Tinder profile. And you're like, I was going to oh, ask if there was like a Tinder for band managers. <laughs> I think we should have a well, Tinder that would be for band great. That's great. <laughs> How did you come into contact with your management? And like, what was that experience like for you? Because I think that's something that a lot of bands you know, that are, they kind of get to a plateau where it's like they need to take that step or if it's just kind of, yeah. Like, what was that process like for you? So I have known Sir Robot Timothy for 12 years. And we, my old, old band, my band, his band, and my other friend's band, who's out in L.A., we all kind of came up in the scene in like the 2013, 2014. We were all starting to get some traction. And he started going into artist development. And he basically said, like, when you find the right team, call me. And Blame Shift basically has been at this for a long, long time. And they're on to, like, more successful endeavors. And finally, I called him before I brought it to these guys. I'm like, I found the team. Because the I'm, I'm not dogging on my other projects. I mean, there were definitely learning experiences and growth. But it just, you know in your gut who the right people are and who the right team is. And they, yeah. they just weren't ready. So I, I was like, Tim, I'm about to cash this in. And he was like... I guess I got to deal with you now. So here we are. <laughs> and I introduced, you know, him to the rest of the guys and Berg's had a good relationship with him. And I don't know if Tim likes Zach yet, but we're working. I had to check out and make sure he was real. I'm yeah. Like, that's why we call him robot. Like, Tim. A robot. I was like, I've never seen Tim this. I've never like, seen this I guy. I don't know if he's real. <laughs> I've only talked to this guy on the phone. So that's why his name is Robot Timothy. Uh -huh. up, make sure there's not an outlet in the back. Yeah. Did yeah. you meet him first playing at Warp Tour? Was that the first time you ever met him? Yeah. So we played with them on the Shearer Girl stage, female fronted stage. <sighs> Fine. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Fine. I didn't set this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just, again, it's like pandering. But right. Whatever. But, um, Blink finally met him, and he's like, "You're not a robot." Yeah. <laughs> Had to like open up his mouth, and look, <laughs> yeah, look uh -huh. at his mouth. molars, and it was actually really uncomfortable for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wanted to break the glove out. We had to stop him yeah. at that point, you know. Yeah, you know. But he's somebody I knew, and it's really true. Like I'm sure you know this. Like music's all about sometimes like who you just know. Yeah. And he built a team over the years, and thank God he did, because I, I would like to think, knock on wood, that we've had a pretty good team so far of people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got a good music. I think we have a good music video. We have an awesome publicist. She's awesome. We have good producers. I mean, we're and they're good people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's so important. Well, we also got a great radio campaign going behind Yeah, we it. have he's, uh, he works for uh, Morgan Roses. Imagine Records. Yeah. So... And they're just nice. And I think that's so incredibly important. I mean, I'll bust anybody's balls any day, but at the end of the day, you got to you gotta be a good human. Yeah. And I, I think, think I think too that you also have to have like good product regardless of oh, who sure. you know. Sure. And you do have like a really good product. I was really, like I said, I'm super impressed with the stuff that I've heard. Thank you. So Thank far. You. Um, what is like your writing and band rehearsal situation like you know how do you guys get songs together and how do you work on, work them out it's all 
I just show I mean, up. Usually, like, um, as guitar players, you know, Zach and I are always, like, riffing around. So, usually, it's just, like, come in with a riff. Hey, guys, I got this cool riff. You know, put the drums down. And then we'll just jam. And then we'll, like, stop. And we'll be like, okay, let's play that riff again, but go into something different. Sure. So, we just kind of, that's kind of how we do it. Um, there are a couple songs that, like, there were majority, like, 90% of the song was brought in. And we kind of just you know, arranged it a little different, but I think that's pretty much how things have been. I, I sit at home with, uh, I actually have, uh, he likes to write songs. Yeah. <laughs> He's our, I actually, I this, Zach's like our Ed Sheeran that yeah. sits in the tree I got and this plays three acoustic and a half guitar with the birds flying like, around. Well, let's listen to <laughs> the worry. first five seconds of it first. <laughs> like, yeah, let's pick and choose out of <laughs> this. We're going to dissect it. I've got my interface. I sit with my interface at, at my computer. He goes on a journey. I, I sit and I just try to like work out some song ideas. I usually try to start with, with riffs and just see if I can build. I, I, I only, honestly, all the time that I spent sitting there doing that, the only thing I ever really come out good with is a riff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, cause I can't sit there and just like write something entirely on my own because like, I don't have the drums there. I don't have the bass there. And most you know. of the time it's a Creed song. Um, <laughs> uh, but I've Creed's very successful. Thank I think you. like, I think with us three, since we've been playing, um, together for such a long time, we like to get in and just jam. And, you know, I think since we've play, been playing, with each other for a long time that we can just go in there and jam. So we get a lot of ideas that way. And I guess that's, how we do it. and a lot of, and a lot of uh, noise, but it's great. Um, mm -hmm. How often do you guys get together? A couple times a week. Yeah. yeah. Try to. We try, try to, to at least, I mean, with jobs and you know, everything. Work, yeah. Oh yeah. Life. Uh -huh. By the way, disclaimer, like, us, we have jobs. <laughs> yeah. I get accused of that all the time. I got, I got two of them. Um. Yeah, Burke has two. Of them. I have two jobs. It's so funny because I had this guy message me and he was like, "Must be nice in your bougie house, not working a job." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Preconceived. I was like, "If you only knew, dude." <laughs> I'm like, I work two jobs and do this. Like this the is my other job. Where the people think you just roll around in leather all the time? I do. I just roll around in leather all the time. It's like, hey, this is, this is uh, the infamous Z. Oh, hey, where's the leather? That's 50% true. That's fair. You wear leather a lot. I do, but, you know, I don't really talk about that. It's my other double life. Well, you got to make money somehow. Right. Um, <laughs> right now, I guess we just kind of get back to your question. Like, we get back, uh, you know, get in contact with each other. And it depends on if a show's coming up or not. If we have if we have some shows coming up, get together, rehearse. If we don't have some shows coming up, get together a couple more times and jam and, yeah. uh, you know, hang out and stuff like that. But, yeah, like with this release, we're going to be trying to practice a lot because we're doing a lot of new things that we haven't done as a unit. Yeah, yet, so. you have the uh, the release show, which yeah. as the release of this podcast would be this weekend. Yeah, April twenty seventh at the Fun House, and it's officially yeah. sold out. It's officially sold out. Officially sold out. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. That's fucking awesome. That was another shocker. Um, friends <laughs> in Oceans to Ash and Arcane Haven are playing, as well as uh, Jerry you know, Mulligan. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I'm just> like, <laughs> Jerry, All right, you know that Mulligan. You Jerry can't just come bullied his way onto much. the show like yeah. he always does. Yeah, Winter's like, Descent as well. Those are all all good people. That's a great lineup of. Thank you. Good I really people. like Arcane Haven. I like like tech tech metal type yeah stuff. i love that yeah th those guys are awesome fun story they would not be a band if it wasn't for me get out uh, yeah they well, thank you, you. Thank I, like, you. <laughs> I like i matchmakered them like if they blow up they better send you like some money oh yeah like you have to get that in their yeah. contract so yeah you're like okay. the administrator for the tinder for yeah. bands uh-huh all right <laughs> yep yep yeah so i'm waiting for my royalty checks you know they haven't <laughs> it's been 10 years I was in a Facebook relationship with Brad Brunazzi for about three years. I mean, that's good. Did <laughs> it go well? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. Got nothing. Did he take him. you to dinner at least? No. That's really shitty, Brad. Why no, 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 maybe, no, no. Why? 
No, no. That's sad. I was going to say, maybe he bought me sheets once, but I don't think that even happened. Oh. Sometimes you need sheets. That's okay. They're a good group of guys. Yeah, I'm excited to have them be a part of this. I was really stoked, especially with the hometown for the holidays thing. Yeah, every, everybody busted their ass. They really did. To, to sell the tickets, so. Um, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah. I don't think enough people like us enough to, you know. <laughs> Not yet. I don't know. Hopefully. <laughs> I just keep bullying people until they buy shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should come up and punch you in the chest. I remember one time I was in the South Side. I was going to a friend's party, and there was somebody playing a show at the Rex Theater, and it was like an album release show of theirs. I don't remember the name of this band, but the person from the band was standing out front giving away free tickets and T-shirts. Oh, wow. Damn. That makes me sad. Yeah. Like not even yeah. come in and get it. God. No, like no, come just... to the show. Like, come to the show later. Here's a ticket. Wear the t-shirt and come wow. to the show later. Like wow. whoa! Thanks for the free t-shirt, guy. I'm not <laughs> coming to your show. It was a lady. <laughs> lady, thanks wow. for the free t-shirt, that makes me lady. So sad. Yeah. Wow. That hurts my soul. Yeah, that does. I mean, we we've done never. Well, I don't know how deep down the rabbit hole we can get, but I mean, we we've done some things for shows have we you have what did i do oh, what, have you done? <laughs> what have you done for shows you got it you got to throw it out there now i i mean there's a lot i do for a klondike bar but i don't know <laughs> man you must be doing a ton of things for a klondike bar i don't know what we're talking about <laughs> i think she's talking about that video that's on x porn um you have children damn it you have children oh, wait, you too. have children like, never mind i can't that? talk about that <laughs> Back to band practice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> do you do You're you guys have any wonder twins? What are you doing? That's true. Do you guys have any fun like band practice rituals? Trying to fit everybody in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our practice spot's really small. Our practice spot's super tiny. It really is. Um, it has we no really heat. have to like each other and it's, shower. Yeah, no heat, uh, no air conditioning. So, <laughs> so in the summer, it's once again, we don't hot make balls. money. Yeah, yeah. In the like, winter, it's cold. Is it like the stuff on the walls? Is like that what shit did, they put underneath? Hey, we the put that up there. We what did I kill tonight in there? Oh, the thousand one of them thousand leg. Like we scream and I'm like, you gotta kill it because I'll freak out. We we're pretty sure that. Some sort, some sort of animal has fallen through the roof because there's like insulation and like. Hey, we fixed that. Ceiling we fixed that, time. and it fell down like five then times. Like so scrape marks going up the corner. So yeah, maybe raccoons in there messing with my equipment. <laughs> Where did you practice at? Narnia. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Much. Exactly. I wish. You had to go so through fun. the wardrobe, hang a left. You know. Yeah, but, we wanted uh, to practice in the wardrobe, yeah. but it was taken. <laughs> it's, here we are. It's uh behind a little Caesar's. And uh, for the longest time, the, the little the, the, yeah, the little Caesars on the back of the little Caesars, it had womb tomb <laughs> sprayed painted on the back of Fuck little yeah. Caesars. And we were like, dude, that's sick. <laughs> so we jammed a song out to it. So up. yeah, like yeah. our old band, was, we've been practicing there for a while and we wrote a song called Womb Tomb. Hell yeah. <laughs> You guys be fucking up them hot and ready. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, we, I, I go up there every once in a while. Pretzel crust. The pretzel These nacho, they nacho gave us free pizza. Food last summer. Yeah, they Remember? brought us down pizza. I was really nice. Let's they, talk about some of your favorite foods. Ooh. Okay. Korean food. Thai <laughs> food. This is the guy. Any type this is the of sauce food. box Any, right here. Anything. Sauce boss. Yeah. What's your sauce. favorite sauce? What's top oh. three sauces? Oh, jeez, man. Dr. Pepper sauce. Dr. Pepper oh, sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Sheets and I bought a bottle. You can't do that, but I was like, I need to buy a bottle of that. So I bought a bottle of Dr. Pepper sauce. I fuck with the Boom Boom sauce at Sheets. That is good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. It's 
is great. Though. Um, there's so many sauces. Three. I can't pick. You like you a hot sauce guy? I love hot. I love hot stuff. I love <laughs> anything. Anything sauce wise, I'll eat it. McDonald's has the best sweet and sour. Sweet and sour. Sauce. I love their. Mm, I don't know about that burger. You could have a whole podcast on sauces with this guy. I love sauces. I'm a big hot sauce guy. I wish there was just a store that just sold sauces. Dude, there's your next big news. You guys guys have your own hot sauce, don't you? Brian, can I tell you a funny story about your hot sauce? Sure. So when we went to your CD release party. Thank you for coming. You're so welcome. (laughs) And I love Rick Topping. He's my spirit animal. But, um... So you had hot sauce. So we went to Pizza Sola afterwards. <laughs> with Jason K, the Crucible Project. Yes. And I opened his sauce and started dumping it because I thought it was Pizza Sola sauce. And he's looking at he's like giving me the death stare. And I'm like, what? He's like, that's my sauce from the show. And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? They don't have sauce at the rest of the theater. <laughs> he's like, that's Brian from Greywalker's sauce. And I'm like, he's in a fucking metal band and has hot sauce? <laughs> and then I had to look at it and I felt really bad. And I offered to give him his But I had no Oh my idea. God. When we went there, there was this, so there was this girl who was acting like a complete fool. And like oh. threw Parmesan on the yeah. floor, and Jason wanted, like Joel's and I almost fought her. Like it was, uh, it was getting serious. Two, two things. One, both of these have to deal with with Brooklyn. <laughs> One, next time you're in New York City, go you go to Heatonist. There's three locations. This is an all sauce shop. Oh, what? And two, there's a pizza shop. I can't remember the name right now. But um, where like they keep all the Parmesan cheese and everything, they have the Pornhub logo, but it says Parmhub. Oh! <laughs> it's That's so awesome. fucking funny. So That's awesome. Yeah. I was Those at, were just, I did. You want to get no, your cheese good. grated? My, my, <laughs> my girlfriend right. and I were uh, at Olive Garden, and um, I love the, the, <laughs> oh, the cheese yeah, grater, man. right? Hell yeah. So um, guy comes over, and he's a, he's a young dude, and he's like, I played bass. I'm like, that's cool, man. I'm like, can I get some pasta? <laughs> so he, like, he like comes out, he brings us our food, and he's just like, let me know when. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm like, I really like to have one of those at my house. End of the night, dude brings me out the grater, like a no bag, a bag, a bag of cheese. <laughs> like, oh yeah. So I went online on the Instagram and yeah, you just kind of facial cheese. with myself. It's like wheel. Oh, <laughs> fortune. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's just on there like ah, he's going, oh, thanks for the cheese. Like, yeah. Young blood. I don't know his name, but young blood. Thanks, young blood. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm almost out of cheese, young blood. <laughs> Coming to see you. Cheese is one of my favorite foods. Cheese is good. I like cheese. I fuck with cheese. I've been recently yeah. like exploring the fancy cheese section of the market district. Yeah. You know, my girlfriend and I were at uh, the Home and Garden show. Oh, can you imagine playing at the Home and Garden show? Let's just take a yes. I'm um, okay. buying a hot tub and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and where to fill said hot tub with cheese? Yes, I think so. But they had this uh, this guy. He he was at the, at the cheese counter, and I got this blue marble jack. And um, he's like, he's like, oh, this is six dollars a a block. I'm like, this is good. And he's like, I got the good stuff. He like goes behind, pulls out this shady bag, and he's like. That's age. That's ch- uh, sharp cheddar jack, twelve years aged. It's like it's like twenty dollars a block. <laughs> I felt real did shady. They, I felt did real did shady. he whisper to you? Like, he did. <laughs> he did. I felt real shady, like looking around, I'm like 
<laughs> Yo, man, you want to buy some yeah, fucking can I, cheese? Can I get some of this cheese? But he's like, yeah, can you break okay. me off a dime? Yeah. Can you get a dime of this can can I get a dime dime of cheese? cheese? But yeah, it was, uh, I can't remember the company's name, but yeah, 12 years age. Was, did you get it? I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. <laughs> Do you guys have like a favorite place to eat after shows? Well, if we're with Jerry, we have to go to Denny's. Uh, There's really not a whole lot of places to eat after we get out of shows around here. So sheets yeah. on. Most of the time it's sheets. Yeah, Usually on. it's sheets if we're traveling. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gun shy with you and sheets. Last time we went to sheets, you I threw did. up I in my lap. It was all in the back in of my car. car. <laughs> nice. At least nice. sheets was nice enough to give me. I was like, listen, somebody got sick in the back of my car. They gave me like free wipes. I'm like the exorcist. Some gloves. I, I just say I'm going to throw up and I just do. Yeah. Like I can't hold it. Just One of us is throwing up. It's either her or I. Those are the two pukers. The puke partners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's like, hey, I got to puke. I'm like, can you wait till the next day? Yeah. He's like, no, bro, I got yeah, to puke I wake right up now. out of a drunken fish taco Jack Daniels stupor in the middle of, in the, middle of the night. I'm like, bird pull the van over. <laughs> Straight up. Bird pull the van over. I have to puke. He's like, can't you wait till a rest area? I'm like, pull the van over. So it's like, here's a bag. I'm like, pull the van over. <laughs> Off to the side of the highway. As soon as I step out. They Can you imagine puking in a paper bag and the bag not being strong enough? That's kind of my thought process oh, with yeah. the plastic bag. I was like, no, I need to be outside. <laughs> and like, I need to exile well, this. Why should I have on Zach? I think the... <laughs> yeah, mostly on my jacket, too. And Burke, too. It was, that was a rough like, night. That was a rough ride back, man. She didn't even help me clean the car. I mean, I just can't drink. And yeah. what do people want to do? Buy me drinks because I'm just totally I don't, I don't drink at shows anymore. Really? I don't drink at shows or on nights that we have practice. Don't do it. Really? Yeah. Well, it's not good for your vocals. It's just well, not it's good not. for anything. Yeah. I just yeah, get all I'm tired. Gonna... And it's like, that's like the, I need to be the complete opposite of tired right now. Yeah. No, don't get smart. me wrong. I love having a drink, but it just doesn't work at shows. I get to like, with me, I just get fucking sleepy. And I just yeah. want to chill out. Yeah. I have like, to the last get... thing I want to do is be like, Come on, motherfuckers! <laughs> or whatever I do yeah. on stage, you know. One or two drinks, you're kind of like, uh, one or two drinks, and I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! When we were in the studio doing dysmorphia oh back last summer, dude, the night like the last <laughs> night we're doing it. Like, when we go and work with them, like the last night's always like the gauntlet night. Like yeah, we're in the studio we're for like mess. twelve hours. That oh day. yeah. And we're like sitting there, like celebrating, like we're really excited with how dysmorphia turned out. Yeah. And so, like they were like, "Oh, let's celebrate!" So these two I went go, to the I gas go station. Buy, I go buy a bunch of four locos. I got four, oh, lo yeah. four <laughs> locos and lime marinas. That was Dude, the he's he's the one that's <laughs> most against doing like any kind of samples whatsoever yeah, in the song. Hates and the whole time he's drinking, he's like, "He's like, put some fucking TV static oh, in yeah. there." Yeah, and just like. Like everything that he thinks is a terrible idea, he like he says things in jest to like to be an ass, but then they turn out to be really good <laughs> ideas, so and we keep them, and everyone fucking loves it. Yeah, he's it like, totally backfires. So he just turns around. So that's what they do. They're just like, we need to put another sample in the song. Really, they, Blink? What do you, do you like? More Loco, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> You're like, we need an anvil in here. Turn the pitch up to about so it's like a ding. No, I need it with like an actual oh, hammer yeah, in it. Oh, <laughs> with. <laughs> the samples and all that stuff oh, when we I get back to talking yeah. about being in a right. band yeah, of course. less about Denny's because I don't ever want to talk about <laughs> Denny's um, with all of the like electronic and production elements you know translating that into your live environment is it just something as simple as backtracks how do you got or do you just not do it Nobody hates it? Reign of Z more than Blink. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, yeah, that's the running joke that's nobody hates this joke. band more than okay. me um, um, but yeah, 
the samples are a new thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we're kind of we're, we're, we're working, working out the kinks. We are going to yeah. be running a backing track live. Okay, so like, you weren't before, but now you are because yeah. of the production on the record. That's right. what happened to us right. with our last because record. Because we're selling out. Totally yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say that for the public. But you know what's really fun? <laughs> what? Maybe you'll get to this point too where now we're writing our next record, but we're writing with backtracks in mind. And oh, it's cool. like really like changing the way we write some sure. certain parts of songs. It's been a lot of fun. Did you guys get shit for doing backing tracks? No. Okay. That's cool. And I mean, it's like, what do you want? Yeah. This is what this is what we're doing. It's not your fucking band. You're not in my band. I didn't ask you to for your fucking opinion. Like, I don't know. We know how. Like, oh, it doesn't yeah, count unless you, unless you I don't know, if anybody I mean I'm sure some people have something to say about it. Sure. But it's and like, that's why I was just curious if you, well, you know guys what they say about opinions, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It's right. it's fine. For us it just it made sense. Cause, I mean like we have like some cool creepy sound effects. Yeah. That you and just then, can't like, produce live, you know? And there's stuff whenever the guitar players are, you know, they're like harmonizing some like riffy leads and there's like that rhythm track that needs to be there that's not there. Like fuck it, put it in the back track. I don't care. Yeah. I mean it's all about just like putting on the best show possible and a lot of things that are done backing tracks like back in the day we could have had like a synth player or, or whatever but that's like an extra person that we have to pay and we definitely could not fit them in the practice space there's like so. a yeah i mean there, there's yeah there's a fine line between like tasteful ways to do it and distasteful ways to yeah, do it totally. I've, we've played with bands that have one guitar player and the lead was on the back track and the, the guy actually playing was just doing all the rhythm, the rhythm stuff yeah I've seen that happen. And I, you know, I've played with my fair share of bands that, you know, they're like the back when I was uh, playing with more of like the screamo type bands. Cause I was in a, on a project that played with bands like that. Um, On several occasions playing with bands where like all of the vocals, vocalists, clean stuff was backtracked. Yeah. But like the yelly stuff wasn't. Yeah. I I think like with me, it was more like, (laughs) like, like it's, it's, it's like, that's like, yeah. yeah. With yeah. me, it was more, I want to play my guitar. Is If I can play my guitar, that's cool, you know? But there's also the, the running joke. Just put my guitar on backing tracks. <laughs> there's some bands I'm that I'm going to be hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> there's some bands that backtrack everything. Everything, yeah. Well, we witnessed it <laughs> when we went to Rock on the Range. I won't call the band out, but you could noticeably know that they were lip syncing their set. Yeah. And then they would go real loud and then it would pull back. And you knew that substantially it was predominantly backing tracks. Mm-hmm. And I would never want to do that to them or myself. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, you should play your instrument. You spend your whole life crafting this. You should do it. Yeah. But there are also things like you were saying that you just can't do on a guitar that helps the show live so yeah i, mean, I think that if purpose. it's it's if it's tasteful it works you know what right. i mean we have parts here and there it's not like full songs it's the same thing that i've dealt with a lot in the rap world where i've played shows with people that just rap on top of their studio tracks mm. oh wow i think there's a fun yeah. between writing a song and and like there's a composition i, I kind of feel like there's a difference between the two and I think when you get into like using like the embellishments and like the the extra instrumentation and stuff, I kind of feel like that's it really becomes a composition at that point because you're incorporating so many elements and it's not just like a like a, a basic kind of guitar, bass, drum, vocals. Yeah, kind that's of kind of what I dig with about uh, uh, Sykes and the New Violence is like you brought in live musicians, you know, you kind of went like the opposite way. Yeah, with it. like you know, I don't want to just push play and you know rap over something. Yeah, you know? I mean, I did that for a really long time and. Then 
I ended up being in a band that was so separate. much more energy was, and just like, oh yeah, well, you know, yeah. Like I said, what happened was I was when I first started playing live with Sykes a long, long, long time ago, Dinosaur Age. Um, you know, it was you know me and an iPod and yo rap rap rap. Right. And then I joined a metal band, and then after I was in a band like on a stage with people. I could never, anytime I played a show without a band, it felt so weird. Right. Like all of a sudden it just felt like karaoke. I was like, <laughs> fuck, I need to figure this yeah. out. No, that's cool. That's what I like about you guys. Is like you, you, you bring in that live, um, you know, those live musicians and that's cool. Now I think that's kind of how I'm, I'm like a, I like live music. I like live musicians. I like people playing instruments. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where I am with the, with the samples. But if you can use the samples to expand the song and, you know, Again, make some creepy sound that I can't make on my guitar. You know. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know Spose? That name sounds really familiar. He's a rapper from uh, Maine. He he. Okay. He plays with a band also, so that that's pretty cool. I like when they do that. Yeah. We're looking for um, an Asian to play our Mac. (laughs) (laughs) We're looking for an Asian to play our MacBook on stage with us. We're terrible. And maybe drive our van. You should maybe drive our van. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want the best of the best. Why Asian? Because they're the best of the best. The best of okay. the best. There's always an Asian out there that's better than anybody at anything. <laughs> I just watched this. I just watched this little Asian kid. He's five years old, shredding the guitar. Looks like I quit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> should get that guy to play your stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting about the um, the era we're in, and maybe you know, you two being guitar players can really understand where I'm coming from with this. Um, music in general, just over the past decade, has gotten so much more technical, and with like the rise of YouTube and like people recording videos of them playing, it's so much easier to learn how to play. Oh, and yeah. all of these bands are doing stuff that's more and more proficient. So like kids that are getting picking up a guitar at like 10 years old what they think is normal to them is like shit like polyphia. Right. And like that's not yeah. normal by any means. <laughs> right. But then right. you get these fucking like, you know, 12, 13 year old prodigies. Cause like yeah. they're learning that instead of fucking Nirvana. Right. And it like, it's like makes me feel like a total, like totally worthless. Yeah. Yeah. We came up with like, we kind of grew up in a weird time where like grunge music is some of the most like memorable stuff out of that era. And it's some of the, like it, it, it set the bar so low for like, guitarists totally yeah but that's the interesting thing too again about like a lot of grunge stuff or nirvana like specifically is like even though this stuff was like really simple and anybody could play it not anybody could write it right right like the the songwriting and like how that stuff connected with a generation is something that only like one person on the planet could have done like i don't even think there's been a rock band that has been able to connect with the youth in the in that way, like since then, sure. I don't I don't think it's happened. Yeah, I don't think in my life. What since Nirvana? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Like, and you wonder if we're ever gonna see that again? Oh yeah, Imagine Dragons. Obviously, I would say Lincoln Park. I think Lincoln Park. I'll give you that. Lincoln Park. Absolutely. I will give you that. Yeah, they were. They were... Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you throw Limp Bizkit in there? Can Limp, you... I well, I Hybrid I Theory was a huge influence for me. Oh, yeah. You tried to get it. What about ICP? Tried to get it in. ICP uh, and the Jug. I love ICP. Do you really? I'm not like, not musically, but as people. No. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, they are. They're really nice dudes. He they're. They're. The if you. If you are. If you're. <laughs> if you're interested in like, you know, DIY branding, marketing, business, business stuff, yeah, one hundred and one. Those guys have done it on a level that is like unlike anybody they else. They are amazing. 
There was a, a, a <laughs> podcast that I watched with them recently. It was the No Jumper interview. No Jumper is the name of the channel um, on YouTube. And it's like, like it's a like seven a, part. It's like, a, no, it's about it's like an hour long conversation with them. Just like a podcast. OK, but it is like so crazy inspirational. Really? Yeah, I would watch it. And if you could watch it without looking at it, like just listen to it, I would recommend that because you might have a hard time taking them in the makeup seriously. <laughs> sure. But like, it's seriously like awesome. After 15 years of hearing this guy. Oh, I've been listening to this all the time. ICP so. that. <laughs> nice. We, I listened to him when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. We finally you know? went to a show. Yeah. Berg, Berg and I finally went to an ICP show with this guy. And I was like, I'm going to stand in back. He's like, no, Blink. No, you're, you're getting in front. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. It's like war. You don't stand in the back. You I, yeah, yeah, I you right totally wanted to stand in back. But it was amazing. Like one of the best live shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, despite a case of beer and a bottle of uh, rum. Despite this, no, it. despite their music, it was just like, again, the energy and like, oh, I got almost like, I almost got hit in the face with a Fago bottle, you know, and like, <laughs> I picked it up and was yeah. like, yeah, you know, it was amazing. It was an awesome time. And then I look up and this one's on stage. I'm like, how do you get up? I threw it. <laughs> He's like, Blake, get me on stage. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Toss him right up there. How do we even get home? I would go. I would go to see ICP again, but I would sit in the back. No, that would not. Yeah, would yeah no, because I smelled like Fago for five my days. My shoe fell. My my shoe fell apart because the Fago ate it. It did. It was just like flapping <laughs> down the road. My soul was like flapping. I put that hat on and like started sweating, and I was like started smelling root beer. Three Fago, months and I'm later, like, uh, why do they use diet? It burns the eyes less. 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 That my eyes were. Ricky about as red as they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I only brought them up because I see jugglers as a gang. They uh, <laughs> as like a, a generational type thing where oh, they totally, brought totally, yeah. they brought them. Yeah, like that's that's fair. I agree with that type of movement. Because either you like kind of like them or you don't. Like you know that's cliche to say, but it it's really like. ICP, do you like it? Oh, Poor Nick oh. doesn't really get to pick like music in the car when we yeah. go on trips. <laughs> Every time he picks oh music, God. we're like, no. What rapper did have Lil Dicky. Oh, I like wow. I like all the like funny <laughs> rappers and parody <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's why you are a uh, special needs chicken. Um, <laughs> chicken. Yes. I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine on the show recently, Greg from Neon Brainiacs. Shout out. But he had talked about Something to the effect of he thinks uh, insane clown posse is like, or what do you say? Liking insane clown posse is the most punk rock thing that you can do nowadays because it's like the only thing that you actually get like ostracized yeah. for liking. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I all the time. That. In a way, it's like very like kind of like fuck you. I'm gonna listen to you anyways. You know, <laughs> it's, it's I see punk. very counterculture. Yeah, yeah. super counterculture. Absolutely. And like nothing else really is like like them anymore did they really get signed to disney they were signed to disney's label really and then the day great malenko dropped disney had no clue pulled it out disney had no clue what was on that album disney owns a lot of different stuff like a lot of different film production companies record companies things like that it's all under the 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 but but they they sent the album in when it was done and disney came back with that they had to change all these lyrics so they changed them to they, they, words they, 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 that they, mean the same thing, but in the club eating chips, yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. And 
Disney okayed it, and they still pulled it the day they released it. But they, yeah, they went the to mouse, man. they went to Island or Def Jam after that or something. The House what? of Mouse, House, House of, of Mouse was not down with that. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What's up with this insane?" They're like, "They're like, go get me a band that the kids will like." This guy comes back, he's like, "Check well, out this ICP." Well, I mean, the thing <laughs> is, like, they were clowns. they were like operating independently and like moving tens of thousands yeah. of CDs. Like they're like, yeah. a really, really big deal. And they got, they got like advances and then it happened a couple times where they got an advance for a million dollars and then the record company went out of business. So they got to keep that yeah. million dollars <laughs> uh-huh. and then it happened another time. So they what? got another million. So that's when they so started. So they're level. really not that D Y I as we think. I've, they did all that. At, well, I mean, I mean they, the thing is, they and they've they've been operating independently now for like the past like fifteen years, I think. No, like still sure. going. So, a lot of that stuff happened like a lot earlier in their career. Yeah, I just remember going to um, our old band opened up for Twisted, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how stoked were you? <laughs> you oh, know, I was he was super most stoked. tickets he's oh, ever no. sold Whoa, in his entire bro. life. It's all good. Whoa, bro! Don't worry about it. <laughs> It happened, dude. I do it all the time. I can't, I can't load out for a show without knocking those fucking things over. It's impossible. Dude, that's like, it's like the most tickets this guy sold in like years. Yeah. He like hit up like Juggalo message boards and he's just moving them. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. They're like, you got 20 minutes, and we just went up there and played for 20 minutes we nonstop straight for 20 minutes. These Juggalos were like, what the hell? Is Some of this? them were liking it. This one dude in front, he's like, I came to this show early to get a front row. I'm not moving. I'm no not matter moving, how much no, I hate yeah, this right no now. No matter yeah. what happens. Uh, Twisted was at work tour when we were yeah, there. Yeah, they were beside our van. And you were fangirling like methadone a, child. I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We just troll each other. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> I was loving good. it. it. Builds character. I think it definitely it makes things easier. Yes. You know, we troll each other. Sorry, that was my ICP rant. I. No, I never get. He to actually talk about talks. It. Talk about <laughs> I, I like talking about ICP. I have no beef with. Actually, that. I think it turns into bigger. And when we get to talk about it, I think it like. See, I don't talk that much, but you get me talking about ICP. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> what are you like again? <laughs> His brain's on Fago. Yeah. So yeah, cool. So wrapping things up. Yeah. Mirrors and memoirs. Memoir. <laughs> that's a that's a hard word. Remember, so. yeah. That's why we did it so people would like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you can listen to <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm assuming it's on all of the the streaming platforms and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Streaming yeah. and physical. Is there anywhere you would want people to stream it more than another platform? Spotify. I guess. <laughs> Spotify. Look at, look I'm an iTunes guy. I'm an I, iTunes guy. You know what? Guy. I am salty. I am salty because. You're like, oh, celebrate the release of the dirt. Here's three months of membership and Hulu. Be like, Have you oh, seen now the dirt? Away, people don't want to. Pay I haven't us. watched it yet. It's oh, pretty good. It's awesome. Yeah, it's good. I'm gonna watch it. It's pretty good. Like two yeah. free months of premium uh, premium membership in a in Hulu. And I'm like, you guys can't pay us. <laughs> you talk about they? Yeah, I'm salty <laughs> about right. it. So, mirrors and memoirs <laughs> is out now this weekend, April 27th. Is the CD release show that is sold out. So if you don't have a ticket, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, not us. <laughs> but yeah, that's with, you know, again, Oceans to Ash, Arcane Haven, and Winter's Descent. That's right, Decent. Decent, Winter's they, Decent. They I, I, I like fall, though. Um, I like fall. <laughs> Spring's <laughs> fine. Spring's fine. <laughs> you know. 
Winter's D. I will never not go on a, on a podcast or interview and not hate Jerry. I will never not do it's that. It's really a testament it builds, to your it friendship. Yeah. It really that's that's, that's like, testament to your friendship that you refuse to acknowledge. He's like my ride or die dude at the end I'm gonna, of the day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a platform to retaliate. Don't you worry. should. Yeah. And then call me and then put me on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get that voice in this. Oh, see, that's... It's only fair if we call if we call him now. We can. Nah. <laughs> celebrity death star. Yeah. You know, celebrity it's my goal uh, to make death. him famous. We're gonna do like a Yinzer death like match. Him. Yeah. It's good. Yinzer death match. Yeah, Where so. can people find you on the internet? We have our own website, rainofz.com. Facebook. Hamster. Oh my god. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. We we technically have a Twitter and we don't use it. Yeah, we really don't. We, we don't should, we don't make one we... post on there. I don't yeah, think I know really any bands that, that actually use their Twitter. Uh, they say you shouldn't use unless <laughs> you're like update a that huge profile. Following. Which one? Uh, the yeah, we'll talk later. Oh, um, I was supposed to talk about that right now. Yeah, well, you know. Sure. I'm, I'm sorry that you brought us. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, I'm never Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, no, this was tight. I'm really looking forward, like I said, to checking out the CD, which I can check out now. Yeah. Apparently, physical and CDs. Right. I will. I will not be at your release show because Sykes and New Violence is playing a gig the same night. So, That's cool, man. best of luck you with too. that. Thank you. And uh, and I'll see you. Spiritual see you. energy. Yeah. And stuff, we'll we'll, we'll you come know? watch your set before we play ours. Yeah, we'll just show up and be like, we don't need to be at our show. What if we all go to see you? And you all go to see us, but nobody's actually there to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're on, uh, they're at the show. Oh. Do you know that would give Joel's a panic attack? We should totally do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to call for all this right. one. And uh, that's it. All, all right, right, man. Right. Thank you. Thanks Goodbye. He's like, get out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Shout outs again to my friends in Reina Z for coming by, talking. Again, check out that EP, Mirrors and Memoirs. It's really good. And uh, yeah, best of luck to them at their CD release show this weekend. That is sold out, as they may or may not have mentioned. I don't know. I think the show was already sold out at the time we recorded this, so I think we talked about it. But yeah, those motherfuckers sold out their show. It's going to be a good time. I unfortunately won't be there because, as I had mentioned, uh, Sykes and the New Violence is playing a show the same night, so I will not get to be there with them, but I will be there in spirit. And uh, like I said, the fucking show's sold out anyway, so I can't get How the fuck am I going to get in? It's sold out. Fucking rock stars over here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll be back again next week with another new episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2019. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. Peace out.